0: Fine does not pay.
1: What do you think, faithful? Think? About what? About me going to Chicago and leaving Jimmy here. Yeah, he's old enough to take care of himself. Is he? And I don't look like it for my money. So what? It ain't no skin off in your nose. Me and Jimmy grew up together. What I done, he done. We've been through a lot together. Well, you ain't married to the dumb jerk. Look, when two guys have been friends... Ah, look, Rick, you go to Chicago, you get big, real big. Things being the way they are out there, so you come back. So you do big things for Jimmy here, if that's what you want. Yeah, and while I'm away, so he'll have to protect himself. That's it. Protection. I can fix that for him. And any mug that moves in on Jimmy Bassett is gonna be in for a rough time.
2: (laughs)
0: In the interest of good citizenship and law enforcement, we present Crime Does Not Pay, based on the famous Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer series of short subjects. In just a moment, you will hear Thick as Thieves, starring Everett Sloan. Crime Does Not Pay, starring Everett Sloan as Ricky Carpenter in Thick as Thieves. It began, of course, in a slum. Ricky Carpenter and Jimmy Bassett were born there, grew up there. On the way between birth and manhood, Ricky learned many things. Jimmy, just a few. By the time young manhood arrived, Rick was Jimmy's hero, his pal, his habit. To Rick, Jimmy was a habit, period. But neither of them thought about it that way. They thought of themselves as friends, inseparable, completely necessary to each other, no matter what the job was that had to be done. Then, for jobs needing three
1: operators, Faithful Hill made it a trio. You sure you know this, Mark, Jimmy? (laughs) Like a brother, Rick. Almost like I know you. He's doing you a minute, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. Rick? Yeah? Can I use a gun tonight? Just once, can I? Not tonight. I won't miss him. Nobody can miss him. Not at this range. No, you finger him. That's your job. Faithful will drive. I'll use the piece, period. Okay, okay. I only asked. You said 1 a.m. Okay, it's that now. Yeah, how much longer? My leg's got a cramp holding down a clutch. Not much longer. Here he is, Rick. Just turn a corner. Fancy pants, ain't he? Almost ashamed to put a hole in that zoot suit. What are you waiting for, Rick? Christmas. I want to give your friend a present. This ain't no time for jokes. Shut up, Jimmy. That ties it. Let's ride, faithful. You said it. Take it easy, Faithful, and watch the traffic lights. We don't want no tickets now. Right. Well, we sure not shooting, Ricky. Pretty. Yeah, like we learned at PS9, Jimmy. Wait till you see the whites of their eyes. (laughs) Or was that bunker hill. I don't remember. Was it? Yeah, it was. What now, Rick? You take the 4th Street trolley home. What are you going to do? Oh, my chauffeur is going to drive me to the 10th Street line, and I'll meet you at the room. Can I go with you, Rick? Now, look, kid, get smart. How many times have I got to tell you? When we do a job, we don't let nobody see us together. And if the flat feet check the landlady, she can say she heard us come in separate. Oh. Sorry, Rick. Fourth street coming up. You got coffee, Jimmy? Oh, yeah, sure. And enough for a couple of beers. Let me see. Here. Hey, that's my beer money. You keep the car fare. that's all. Gee whiz, Rick. Just a glass of beer. No, you know what beer does to your tongue. It grows a mile. Okay, Jimmy, on your way. Okay, Ricky. You're right, like always. See you at the room. I'll see you, faithful. Right, see you. Go, Rick. Go. Think you take the right trolley? Only one on 4th Street. Let's him mm. off a block from the room you take think everything. I got her. He'll get good and lost. What about Chicago? We're going. You and me. And him? Nah, we talked. He's scared of a new city. And here he ain't scared? He says not. Anyway, he knows how the streets run. Ain't <laughs> that something? What do you think, Faithful? Think? About what? About me going to Chicago and leaving Jimmy here. Yeah, he's old enough to take care of himself. Is he? Tonight don't look like it for my money. So what? It ain't no skin off in your nose. Me and Jimmy grew up together. What I done, he done. We've been through a lot together. Well, you ain't married to the dumb jerk. Look, when two guys been friends... Nah, I don't know. Oh, look, Rick. You go to Chicago, you get big. Real big. Things being the way they are out there. So you come back. So you do big things for Jimmy here, if that's what you want. Yeah, and while I'm away... So he'll have to protect himself. That's it. Protection. I can fix that for him. And any mug that moves in on Jimmy Bassett is going to be in for a rough time. Rick Carpenter's here. Let him in. All right, Carpenter. In here. Ah, Real formal, ain't you, Masters? Could be... What's on your mind, Carpenter? Jimmy Bassett. Trouble? So long as I'm out of trouble, so is Jimmy. Till now. What's the matter, you two love birds scrapping? Want me to have Hank here, do a job on him? Save the jokes. What I want is just the opposite. I'm pulling out, heading west. You and Horace Greeley. Can't say I'm sorry. I didn't think you would be. Dividing territory is okay, but someday one guy wants it all. That's trouble. I figure Chicago's ripe for picking. You can have this, burg. Thanks. What about Bassett? He ain't going with me. Well, that's news. Yeah, I yeah, figured it would be. Also, it's getting known around. And there's characters around that would figure they'd be hitting me if they took care of Jimmy. Ain't that the truth. So what? So plenty. Jimmy ain't so good at thinking things out. But an easy territory he can handle. Go on. I want you to give him territory. Where the Pickens are pretty good, but where he won't have no trouble with the law or otherwise. Am I a wet nurse? No, not exactly, but you're gonna protect Jimmy on account of I'm letting you have my share of this town from here on. You got a deal? Did you think we didn't? No, but make a note, Masters. Anybody touches Jimmy Bassett, pays off to me. <laughs> You want to see me, Mr. Masters? Yeah, sit down. Thanks. You know Hank Carter, don't you? Sure. Hi, Hank. Good enough. Uh, what do you want me for, Mr. Masters? Ain't I been doing good? Okay. Not so good as Rick in Chicago, but okay. <laughs> yeah. He's doing terrific, Hey, uh, you hear the latest, Jimmy? No, what? The two big shots out there, they got to uh, doing some shooting. Nothing happened to Rick? Nothing, except he's rolling the roost. He's cock of the walk out there. Oh. I always knew Rick would be big boss someday. Yeah, that's why we sent for you. I don't want to go out there. I like it here. Sure, sure, and you've been doing fine here. So good, we want to give you new territory. Thanks, Mr. Masters. I sure appreciate that. We figure you're the man to handle the waterfront. You moving in on Pineapple Johnson's district? Either that or he moves on us. Phil and me figure you're the man to do it. You really think so? Of course we do. After all, everybody knows you're Rick's best friend. And him being so big now, nobody's nuts enough to get wise with you. I get it. (laughs) You mean Rick ain't even here, but he's looking after me anyways, huh? Right the first time. You want the territory? I always wanted a job like this. Boy, oh boy. Will Rick be part of me now? Hi, fella. Hi. You're Jimmy Bassett, ain't you? Right the first time, pal. Who are you? Name's Johnson. Pineapple Johnson. Hey, I'm glad I went into you. I've been looking for you. That's so? Yeah. Look, uh, I just want to tell you if Phil Masters sent me down here, I should take over. Huh? You can still operate, but you got to pay off. Look, you nuts or something? Me? Hey? No. Why? You know who you're talking to? You said you was Pineapple Johnson, didn't you? Look, are you smarter than you look or as dumb as you sound? Who's dumb? I told you, that's all. <laughs> I didn't hear you with my own ears. I wouldn't believe it. Don't you know what happens to little boys like you when they talk to me like this? Nothing happens. Leastways, nothing happens to me. Oh. Got a bulletproof vest or something? Don't like them. Uncomfortable. Anyways, I don't need one. I got a friend. I know. In Chicago. I got a friend, too. Right here. See? Yes, nice looking piece. 38? 45. Makes a nice hole. Nice big hole. I'd like to see it sometime. A time like the present, I always say. <laughs> <laughs> Ever see a hole like that, Jimmy boy? In anybody's belly? Ricky. Oh, Ricky. Oh, nuts. They even put dogs out of their misery. <laughs> Man, that's that. Hm. Too bad, Jimmy boy. Your pal was too far away to help you that time.
0: In just a moment, Crime Does Not Pay will continue with Thick as Thieves. Now we continue with Crime Does Not Pay, starring Everett Sloan as Rick Carpenter in Thick as Thieves. (laughs) Word travels quickly on the grapevine of the underworld. Before the Chicago newspapers carried their brief stories on inside pages of a gang killing on the waterfront of another city, Rick Carpenter knew that Jimmy Bassett was dead. He came back to his native city with just Faithful Hill for company in style. Rick came back in time to join Phil Masters as one of the chief mourners at Jimmy's funeral.
1: Some funeral, eh, Rick? Yeah, nice flowers. Got us the casket? Solid bronze, silver handles. I noticed. Five G's I laid out. So was Jimmy laid out. This our car? Yep. You and me and the driver. You and me and Faithful and the driver. Uh, do you mind if Hank rides in the first car, too? Why not? Okay, Faithful. Right, boss. Hank, no. Not with the driver. On a jump seat like Faithful. You said it, Phil. Well, Phil... Well, what? You done anything about Pineapple and his mob? Haven't had the manpower yet. You don't need manpower when you use choppers. We ain't up to those modern Chicago methods around here. Not yet. Look, I'll handle this, Rick. Like you handled Jimmy. I figured nobody touched you him. You figured. The if kind of he was your pal. So you let my pal go down to the waterfront alone without even a piece on him. How should I know he'd be dumb enough to... Shut him? up! It's like murder. Look, Rick, the mark is dead. Nothing you can do about that. He wouldn't be dead if you protected him like I said. I told you what to do. You're out of your territory, Rick. You tell him in Chicago, I tell him here. Maybe you told Pineapple, too. I told him nothing. But when I'm ready, Pineapple will be told plenty. You think he'll be able to hear you by that time, Phil? You think he'll be able to hear you? Lieutenant. Yeah, Leo. We got company. Not the first time. You won't believe this till you see him. Rick Carpenter. What? That hoodlum hasn't been in this station house since he was picked up for swiping apples when he was a kid. Yeah, well, you should see him now. Diamond on his little finger, silk shirt with French cuffs, no less. This I gotta see. Call him in. All right, Carpenter. Lieutenant Cantrell will see you. Wow, so it's Lieutenant Cantrell now, huh? So it is. What's on your mind, Carpenter? Oh, you might ask a man to sit down when he brings information. You? A stoolie? Spill it, Rick. You want the character who got Jimmy Bassett? Pineapple Johnson? Oh, you know. We know more than you give us credit for. You got any evidence? The slugs from Pineapple's gun, for instance. I know Phil Masters sent Jimmy into that territory. You call that evidence? In other words, you ain't interested. I wouldn't say that, Rick. We're interested, but we can wait. After all, when you mugs shoot each other, why should we waste the taxpayers' time settling your quarrels for you? Okay, I get it. You ain't interested. See you, Cantrell. Sure. If you're looking for Johnson, he hangs out with his mob at the high hat club. Oh, that's so, Lieutenant. You do know a few things, don't you? Thanks. Hmm. I've all luck, golf. Of all the colossal gall. You wish to check your hat, sir? No, thanks. I don't believe in buying back what I paid for once. I want a good table. You have a reservation? No, so what? I'll do my best for you, sir. This way, please. Right behind you. be all right, sir? It's too far back. There's a fin in it for you, if you let me have that table next to the dance floor. Is that for six people? A fin, I said. Very well, sir, this way. <laughs> Here you are, sir. Fine. And for you? Thank you, sir. Oh, uh, waiter, a- over there. That party <laughs> at 10 just across the floor, is that Mr. Johnson's party? Yes, sir, that's his usual take. Thanks. Thanks very much. Well, don't stand there and stare, scram, will you? Yes, sir. Of course. Hey, Johnson. You there. Piney Johnson. Hey, you come. Watch it, boys. It's top. You bet it's top oh, enough. I thought you'd like to know where you got it from. You and your boys. Ah, oh, shut up. Get out of my way. You want my Johnson gun? Get out of my way. Want it, Phil. You seen the paper, Hank? Huh? Yeah. Wanted if you did. <laughs> Lone gunman kills five in flare-up of gang war. Well, looks like we take over the waterfront with no trouble. No trouble at all. Rick? <laughs> Who else? Rick and Jimmy. They sure were thick as thieves. Uh, I've been meaning to ask you, Phil. Did you send Jimmy down there on purpose? Not exactly. But Rick was getting kind of big. Not much sense in having another boss's pal working for you, is there? Smart. Smart, Phil. Ah, well, pineapple's out of the way. Rick's satisfied. We can forget the whole deal. Any mail? Nothing. Oh, yeah, this. Uh, this was at the door. That's all. Looks hmm. like a Christmas card. In October? <laughs> Post office always tells you to mail early, don't they? Let's see. Well about this Christmas greetings thought you'd like to have this now because it's the last Christmas card you'll ever get who signed it Who do you suppose Rick Rick Uh remember the last job we did in this town faithful one Jimmy fingered for us? Yeah, that's the one. The night I took his beer money away. Oh, the dope. The crazy dope. Yeah, I remember. You made him take the fourth street car so he wouldn't get lost. I should have made him come to Chicago with us. Now quit blaming yourself, boss. One way or another, he's bound to get it. His kind always do. I could have protected him. I shouldn't have trusted that bum Masters. Ah, cut it out. Boss, you can't bring Jimmy back. No, but I can sure give him company. (laughs) I see why you don't hire this job out. Not this one. Even with the chopper, broad daylight, it's dangerous. Not for me, it ain't. And I want to see them die. That's all. I want to see them die. You ain't got long to wait. Looks like Masters' car coming this way. There, up the street. Like he owned the town, right down the middle of the street. Suppose he got your car? Sure he did. Think the government don't do its job? Yeah, I suppose. When do I roll, boy? Soon as you let him have it? Oh, no, not till I tell you. I want to be sure I didn't miss. Hold everything now. What are you waiting for, Rick? You know me. Whites at our eyes, like I told Jimmy. Like a sitting duck. Just like a sitting duck. So this town never heard a chopper before. Well, it's a first time for everything. Hold that clutch, faithful. Roll, Faithful! I'll set for shooting, faithful. If I didn't get him cold with the slugs, nobody will live through that cracker. Yeah, Anthony, get them both ways. Where to, boys? The florist, where I ordered that wreath. And then the cemetery. We're gonna visit with Jimmy before we leave town. <laughs> A beautiful mess, Lieutenant. Oh, Leo. Yes, very beautiful. So were Phil Masters, Hank Carter, and their driver. Accident? Not quite, Leo. Phil's head was shot half off. Hank got it in the chest. Driver died in the crack up. Any witnesses? The usual. But all the neighbors agreed it was a machine gun. Hmm. First time around here. Well, nobody will miss them pigeons. Anything to work on or the usual? Christmas card in Master's pocket. Christmas card for the lover. Yeah. I see. Carpenter. Thought you were detailed to tail him. I was. Came over here as soon as we got the flash on the radio. How come? I lost Carpenter. When? Where? I tailed him into a flora shop. He came out, got in a car. Hill was driving. We tried to follow. The cab cut in front and we lost him. Flora shop? What's he got he needs flowers for? A dame, I suppose. Uh, was he carrying anything when he came out? A box, maybe? No, not a thing. And then he ordered something. Probably something too big to carry, or something that had to be made up for him. Too big? Like a wreath, maybe? Wreath. That's it. Let's go, Leo. Where to? Out in the country a ways. Get on the radio. We're going to need reinforcements. <laughs> faithful. Wait here. Why don't we just drive in? Only funerals are allowed to drive in. Visitors walk. Can I come too? I want to do this alone. Reeds come heavy. I won't be long. Don't be, will you, Rick? These places give me the willies. Pardon me, sir. Yeah, what's on your mind? Do you know your way in here, sir? Yeah. May I ask what grave you're visiting? Any of your business? It's customary to ask for permission at the officer. I don't need permission. It's the Bassett grave, if you got to know. Oh, I see. Very well, sir. What do you see? Just an expression, sir. It's just over there. I said I knew, didn't I? Now, beat it. Leave me alone. Yes, sir, of course. I'm sorry if I'm... I... I brought some flowers, Jimmy, and... Well, I... I thought I ought to tell you before I go back to Chicago. They all got it, Jimmy. Every one of them. So you got company. I gave it to them myself, just to be sure. Johnson and his mob, Phil, Hank... Every you one of that them. Caretaker, Wh- you heard him say it himself. Oh yes, Lieutenant, I heard him. Why, you lousy cop! Not say even in a thermometer. We got your call. Jimmy didn't hear you, but we did. Hey, faithful, start the engine. I'm coming Faithful's out. Faithful's been taken care of, Carpenter. You went for the wreath, so we outdist you and got here first. And our friend, the caretaker, made sure you went to the right place. Yeah, the right place for you and your whole stinking outfit. Ah, right, watch it. Let him have it. No place to hide out here, Carpenter. Who wants to hide? Are you okay, Lieutenant? Nice shooting, That ground is awful hard when you hit it as fast as we did. Is he dead? Nobody lives with that much lead in him. All right, Leo, we'll drop him at the morgue. Too bad, isn't it? We can't leave him right here. Crime
0: does not pay. Everett Sloan, who was starred as Rick Carpenter in Thick as Thieves, will be back with you in just a moment.
1: Now, here in person is Everett Sloan. There have been many classic friendships in the history of our civilization, and many of them have meant much to the progress of mankind in many fields. The friendship of Ricky Carpenter and Jimmy Bassett might have developed that way, for good rather than evil, if when they were boys they had been given proper direction, training, opportunity. But society failed in that respect, and while both young men lost their lives, society was the loser, too, losing by two minds which might have done better things. It follows, then, that not only for the criminal in cases like this, but also for the rest of us, crime does not pay.
0: Thank you, Everett Sloan. Crime Does Not Pay is written by Ira Marion and directed by Marx B. Loeb with music composed and conducted by John Gart. Technical advisor is Burton B. Turkus. The events, characters, and names used in the story you've just heard are fictitious. Any similarity is purely coincidental.